video games. Video games? They've been around for a long time. You think? Yeah, a little bit. 1958 is the current year that we know of. It's a, it's a smidge of a time. Mm-hmm. But you know what else has been around for a while? What's that, Jared? Weird video game accessories. Uh-huh. But are they around as much as we'd like? I don't know. Are they? Nowadays. That's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about. As I present to you a question. Are video game accessories dying? Question mark. Question mark. That's our podcast today. Mm-hmm. Here on episode 164. Whoa. The Season Language Checkup OVA podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Allen Ladium. Hello. And we're going to talk about video game accessories. We are. The weirdness of them, what stuff we had when we were growing up, and also just like, where's the video game accessories at? Why, are, why, why aren't there as many weird video game accessories in the marketplace in 2020 than there were 10, 20 years ago, 30 years ago? Mm-hmm. So we were just chit-chatting the As other day, do. and I was thinking, I was like, oh, what do we need to do for an episode? And I saw an advertisement for Game Boy accessories, <laughs> and it was like, here is a light, a magnifying glass, a set of extra speakers for your Game Boy, and it just makes it look like a bulking, weird mess. I remember I had like a sunshade type thing for my Game Boy Advance. Oh my god. I had the the magnifying glass light combo. Oh. Which you would slide on to your Game Boy and you would put the screen the the, the magnifying glass over the screen so it would make everything look bigger for whatever reason and it had the little light on it so you could play in the dark. Whoa. Because of course the Game Boy and Game Boy Color and did not have the backlight. First runs there. of the Game Boy Advance did not have the backlight. So you had to you had to make do with some things <laughs> back in the day. But like I was thinking, I, I saw that advertisement. And I was like, man, there there really isn't weird accessories for video game consoles anymore. Like even like when we had like the portable consoles, like the Vita and the 3DS, like there wasn't weird stuff for those. Mm-mm. Not like that. No, and even nowadays, like you know, with the Switch as kind of a portable console, like there's nothing really weird for that. The only thing weird you would get for like a PS4 and Xbox would have been like. I don't know, Connect was a weird accessory, but that's dead. Yeah. You could kind of count like PlayStation VR as an accessory. Yeah. But even then it's not those aren't super weird. It's not like like, the Game Boy Advance player that went on the GameCube. Right. Like that was such a weird that I had. I had that accessory. I'm not surprised. I had that accessory for two reasons. Do you know what those reasons are? What's that? Golden Sun. Mm-hmm. and the other golden sun <laughs> basically i just wanted to play both golden suns on a tv it worked well, out because there was the link to the past one too that i get to play but yeah yeah if you had any of those uh, game boy video packs i didn't you could not play those on a game boy player for the gamecube because <laughs> they were they were licensed locked out for playing on that oh you could God. only play it on a gba or i guess a ds in that case minish cap was great on that too but yeah like there were so many just bizarre accessories Mm -hmm. that like you know i i had so many of them too and i'm thinking back like all right cool i guess 
Before we get into just weird accessories, can I give you my theory of why video game accessories have kind of died? Please do. Rhythm games. Really? Specifically, like, all the big box bundles of, like, Rock Band and then Guitar uh, Hero later on. Yeah. Because, like, the scuttlebutt going around when those games came out mm -hmm. was that retailers hated them. They did. Because yes, of... I was there. Yes. Of course, you would know. But just because of, like, how much, like, space they took up, how much shelving they took up. Like, they were so bulky and everything that you couldn't put out, like, a bunch of them at one at a time. You'd, you'd have, like, maybe, like, four or five out, mm -hmm. if that. Yep. And then the rest of them were in your stock room taking up a ton of space. Mm -hmm. um, I got knocked out once, like lost consciousness for a few seconds um, by uh, like skate, like the weird skateboard accessory. Oh, the, the, the Tony Hawk ride. Yeah, the Tony Hawk ride thing. Um, mm -hmm. Like I was trying to put it up on a shelf and dropped it on my head and lost consciousness oh for a few seconds buddy <laughs> um and so yeah I, I i could agree with you on that like that might be a solid reason as to why why they died is because yeah. it just became like insane like in the height of their popularity they were selling yeah oh they were but by the time you get to like rock band three and then rock band four mm -hmm. like no that those things weren't selling they were collecting dust <laughs> they were collecting dust and just sitting on shelves and then people were just probably like we're not gonna carry this kind of stuff anymore what do you would why why would we it's just gonna sit here and we're not gonna sell it and we're gonna waste space waste inventory like nah we're not doing this and also it feels like in a sense, like, you know, the 360 and onwards, those consoles have, have basically, like, the, the gaming scene had, I guess, quote-unquote, matured in a way that, like, you you couldn't really see the weirdness or, like, the weird accessory market be profitable in the same way it was during, like, the, the Super Nintendo and the Genesis era. Mm -hmm. And it also may just be the fact that, like, people saw those accessories back in the day and saw how they were. <laughs> And we're yeah. like, no, we don't we don't need these. Didn't also like and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, didn't Mad Cats like go out of business? Yes, because they bought they they bought in on rock band. Ah. They were the publishing uh and and instrument makers around the time Rock Band four, I believe, came out, and then afterwards went out of business. Yeah, Which I think they've, they've went out of business maybe like a couple of times. I just, Mad Cats was a very big mm -hmm. one. Um, yes. At least when I was working retail, like everything was Mad Cats. They were one of the big third-party accessory makers, yeah, during yeah. like the, the PlayStation era and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, like, I understand kind of like why, like, you know, you're not going to see just the weirdness that you saw 30 years ago, but... There's something that's just a bummer about just not seeing just weird accessories being utilized on game consoles or anything like that anymore. Like, obviously, there's still quote unquote accessories. Like, you know, there's racing wheels, there are flight sticks, mm -hmm. there are, you know, stuff like that. Like, and fight and fighting, uh, fighting sticks as well. Those are, you know, will probably carry on those aren't until. Those not going anywhere. Yeah, those aren't going anywhere. But 
at the same time, like, there's nothing, like, oh, there's no, like, weird balance board that you need to balance on. That's how you control your character in a video game. That was another thing, like you were saying, that Rock Band, but I think the Wii is also... That's a good point. Yeah, killed it is because like everyone and their grandmother got in on got in on making mm-hmm. accessories to the thing because so much so much game so many games came out on that system. Yeah, so much shovelware came out on that system, mm-hmm. and then everyone was making like weird sports accessories for Wii Sports. Yeah, so like we had the like put your Wii Mote in a tennis racket mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. put your Wii Mote into the zapper, put your Wii Mote into the the weird wheel here. Um, you know the Wii balance boards like there were so many and then like the cheap plastic things like the zapper and the wheels and all that like well and the tennis rackets mm-hmm. like those just took up space and like they were so cheaply made and felt terrible and um I actually had um I had the zapper at one point but I also got like a pistol that um i had for the wii because of um well it was like dark side chronicles um the resident evil like on rails game yeah Yeah. um and so i got that pistol for that and then afterwards i'm like okay use this for what do i have this for i could have just pointed my wiimote at the screen (laughs) but um so i think that that's another reason for the death of it's the wii Rhythm games and the Wii, I think that's a, a valid, valid point in terms of that, like, of just why we don't see that many weird accessories anymore. Mm-hmm. Also, like, if you think about it, light gun games died because accessories don't exist anymore. Yeah. And also because HGTVs, but that's another point entirely. <laughs> but, like, you, I, do you think do you think you'd ever see a gun con sold in today's market? Like, a, a little, a light gun that looks like an actual gun? Oh, no. There's no way. Like a lot of like the um, like PlayStation VR has one, but it's just like a railing that holds the move controllers, and it it just looks like you 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 took some PVC pipe and made it. Yeah, like the the pistol that I had was like white plastic with like a blue, um, like handle type thing, and then like right. an orange, yep, clip that held it on there, and like no one's gonna mistake that as a gun. <laughs> Right. It's such a it's it's a weird thing. Um let's talk about weird accessories we had as kids before we dive into some just like weird accessories in general. Okay. What do you what do you remember growing up like having as a kid? Like I like for me personally, I remember like I had some like really generic fight sticks, mm-hmm. which I didn't have any fighting games, so I don't know why I had fight sticks. I had two fight sticks. I had no fighting games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nice. why. Um I had the Super Scope. Yeah, we had the Super Scope. Which was just a... God, batteries upon batteries. Which apparently we bought through like a mail order and it just took forever to get. Really? And then I think we got it and it didn't work. So we had to go get like a part part of it replaced or send it back and get a new one. It was a whole mess. Yeah, but like that Super Scope, like... You get to play it for two hours and then you're like, well, I need 30 AA batteries. <laughs> Real quick. Um... Like we were saying for the Game Boy, I had the the weird light um, magnifying glass thing. I also had a squiggly light for the Game Boy Color, mm-hmm. which plugged in. It was like a flexible light, but it was like, and it was just like a tiny little light bulb that just shone on the 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 screen. And that's it. Um, 
trying to think what else. Um, I had like a racing wheel at one point for the PS1, which didn't really use much with. Uh, at one point, I had a Game Shark. That's the thing. Also, it just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, those don't exist anymore. Game Shark, uh, the uh, the Game Genie, those types of things. Mm-hmm. Those just don't exist anymore. I had weird off-brand memory cards. Yeah, I had off-brand memory cards. I had Game Genie and Game Shark. Oh, one thing, of course, I wanted to, to mention mm-hmm. was... I had a controller that had fans in the in the in the in the controller to blow on your hands. I had cool. that too for the PS2. Yep. Yeah, I had that, and then I realized that I hated it. It was it was such a mess because you had to plug it into the controller port, but also plug in a, the USB port. Yeah. To work the fan, and then the fan stopped working on mine eventually. So. Oh my god. I uh, I had to make do without it, and then I got a wireless controller for the PS2, which is really weird. Whoa. Um. Yeah, I had I had a lot of the same things. Like the super scope, I remember being like super boss. Like I loved yeah. it. And then, it would look like a bazooka. It looked like a bazooka. And you could play like one game. Obviously, like we had the NES um, Zapper. Um, we also had um. I think it was track and field, like the pad that came with that for the NES. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of the game? Yes, the Konami game. Yeah, and so it yeah. came with like the weird like flat mat that you would have to like run on in order to mm-hmm. play the game. Yeah, we had that, um, which was definitely a thing. Um, I don't know. Does like Sega CD even count as an accessory? It, I mean, point? technically, yeah. Like if um, you're counting like Connect as accessory, then yeah, that would be an accessory to the console. Yeah, we had that, um, which was rad. Um, I mean, it was at the time. It's probably yeah, totally rad now, but. Um, I will agree with you. The Sega CD was rad. Yeah, we had like we don't have like any of the weird like see through tech anymore either. Like all the controllers that like you could see all the internal parts. Yeah, that's a real <laughs> bummer. Like I want a weird clear see through switch. That would be so cool. Like I had a I had the crystal purple Game Boy Color, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is so cool because you can see through it. Yeah, I loved those. I think there are some PS4 controllers out there that are see-through. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, as I mentioned, I had, like, the sunscreen on my Advance. Um, I had the Game Boy Advance player for the the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the same, like, Game Genie, Game Shark, um, the off-brand memory cards. I still have my off-brand memory cards for my PS2. I had a 16 megabyte memory card for the PS2. Ooh, look at you. Which was very odd because you had to like, it, ha- it came with its own software to use. <laughs> so it was very off brand. Um, like I said, I had a lot of stuff for the Wii and I had um, the Beatles rock band instruments actually. I got those as well because I won a contest from Pepsi. Whoa. And they sent me a full bundle. Whoa! Of the rock band Beatles. I had the full bundle too, but I didn't get it from Pepsi. Yeah, I got it for um, free. Because <laughs> they were doing a whole thing where, like, you know, you would get, you'd buy Pepsi, you get it caps with codes, and you could. Oh right. You could change. You could turn those in for DLC. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I had enough because I. This was at the time when I was buying like all the DLC basically, mm-hmm. and just I used all of those and threw them into the 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 bundle thing, and then never heard back. And then like one day, it was like, hey, you got a huge package come in. And I was like, oh, you got to sign for it. I was like, okay. And I opened up. I was like, dude, what the f***? <laughs> Man. It was real um, cool, though. 
I'm trying to think. I mean, I had like some. What's the plural of stylus? I, I don't know if there is one. Um. Well, I had like different stylus for my DS that were like designs. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't. I think it was DS. Um, Okamiden, the sequel to Okami, had like a a pen, like a paintbrush. That sounds about right. Um, stylus, and I had that one, and I I had a lot of like different different ones. Like I had an Adventure Time one that was the sword, and um, I had I had several of those. I don't know what happened to all of them, but um, I, I just had a lot of like small stuff, and um. Oh man, there was something I was gonna bring up. That oh, I had um, DDR pads. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had DDR pads. A um, classic of that era. Uh huh. Um, like the the fold out ones that were mm-hmm. like really terrible plastic um, that hooked up the PS2. I had those, and they were completely unwieldy, and I hated doing anything with them. But God, I love playing DDR, so I had them out. Um, and then somewhere along the line, I got awful at playing DDR and now I still never played DDR. I mean, it's fun. I just am better at playing rhythm games with my thumbs than I am (laughs) with my feet. Your your feet. Um, I don't, and I think there's a disconnect between like my feet work. I did fine on like several of the songs and I was like decently good that I could like pull out one or two songs and like impress people at parties. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that, I was just like, nope. Um, is there anything else? Um, I think that they're not accessories in the same vein, but um, the 64 had like the rumble pack. I mean, those are accessories. Yeah. Like the rumble pack was really interesting with Star Fox. Um, I had a good time with that. And um, then it had like the memory expansion that you had to have to play like dk64 and majora's mm-hmm. mask mm-hmm. um like my my 64 still has that installed in it but like there's just so many weird like add-ons that you could have when you were getting accessories and playing games like in the era that well we still do it but yeah. i was gonna say in the era that we were playing but we, we still play and i wonder if i actually still have some of those like dumb Wii ones or if I got rid of all of them when I moved because yeah I uh you know it's a lot of nonsense I feel like the weirdest accessory I have for like current systems is the the Xbox One Rock Band 4 Legacy Adapter which is basically a thing that lets you use your 360 instruments with Rock Band 4 oh well, look, it was I have a, a wave bird. and it was a special thing you had to like order via like something like it was like very limited run and everything and it was like the and it's like a usb hookup to like a wireless little box and like that's the only way you can use your old instruments with uh with rock band 4 huh it's really weird because i still have like a ton of plastic instruments around like i have a spe- like I, I bought a, a a different rock band guitar at one point that's like more I don't, I don't know what's the word to it's like more pro-ized pro-ized professionalized like it's just like the the fretboard's a little different like in how like the buttons are and everything and like it has like a button next to you like when you're you're strumming like next to your thumb mm-hmm. so you can just like hit to to activate like overdrive and all that sort of stuff like immediately whoa um fancy 
I have the Guitar Hero, the last Guitar Hero game guitar that they made, which had like six buttons instead of four, or instead of five. It was weird. And then I just have like other old rock band and Guitar Hero uh, guitars laying around, drum kits laying around. It's yeah. A lot of stuff. I think my instruments are still like at mom's house because, yeah. I mean, they're just in the way all the time. But I did get rid of all the like zapper and stuff I just checked. Mm-hmm. Um, which I probably just like gave them to Goodwill because like Goodwill's like, oh god, I hate you. Probably, but like game stuff would be worse. They give you like ten cents for it or something. Yeah. Um, so I'd rather like some kid get like a fake zapper gun. <laughs> That they're like, yay, I have a fake gun that I can use without my Wiimote or something. I don't know. But, like, the closest that we really get or got um, is that, like, we still sometimes get, like, design controllers. And design consoles. Yeah, like, um, the Wii had a ton of, like, special design Wiimotes. But, um, like, the, the Switch still has some that are, like, like the 3ds was very much in this line. Mm-hmm. Like mine's a Majora's Mask 3ds. Mm-hmm. Um, and you still see like various like PS PlayStation's like more in this line of doing like special consoles for games and somewhat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll see those every now and then. Uh, I assume the Switch at some point will probably fall in the same lines as they have the Switch Lite now. They could probably do specialized consoles of that. Probably. Um, I think they already have done a few special runs maybe i can't remember for sure but it sounds right um game boy game boy color game boy advance ds 3ds all those had special editions um yeah that was just a huge that was a that's a, a thing um i guess a, a something else that kind of counts as an accessory the ps2 network adapter oh yeah i had to have that for a bit for um final Fantasy 11 you had to get the hard drive as well yeah like I my, never went that far to get the hard drive. I had the network adapter, but yeah. My PS2 was like bulky as crap for a I, while. Yeah. I remember getting that network adapter and being like, this is so cool. I can play online. Online. Video games. Um, There was another game that used that too, right? The hard drive? The, the network adapter. I mean, there was a lot of games that used the network adapter. There's one in particular, but I don't remember. Anyway, um, Final Fantasy 11 was like, I played it for maybe a month or so. <laughs> um, and then went back to WoW. Well, let me tell you about Final Fantasy 14. Dude, the better it, game. Dude, if I ever get started on 14, like it's over. It's over. Good. I will have Come no, join me. I'll have no life whatsoever. You get you can get up to Stormblood, finish it, and then you unlock Eureka, which is basically their version of Final Fantasy 11. Oh my god. No. So you can double relive. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, like I played a lot of online stuff. Like I got, I got real into the Ghost Recon games on PS2, which were like the inferior versions of those games. But like I knew a lot of people in the community who played those games. Mm-hmm. So like we just had like there was just a bunch of us who just played all those games together, and we had a tight knit group. Um, that like carried on from like Ghost Recon Two to Advanced Warfighter and everything. Um, I I like I briefly got into the esports scene on those games, where I was like 
like I was an official like referee and admin for game battles, which was like an MLG affiliate where like basically it was just like a website to do like official matches between clans and stuff like that. So like people would be like, Oh, you need to come in and make sure this is they're not cheating or anything. So he was like, We'll come in and like watch spectators' views of all the teams and everything. It was wild. Whoa. Oh, I can think of some other weird accessories that I had for the PS2. Yes. Um, I had the like SingStar mics. I also have the SingStar mics. Yeah, like did all the weird karaoke stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, played those a lot. Those games never really panned out over here, but like in Europe. Did they do really well in Europe? They did so well in Europe. Like if you look at like I don't know if SingStar for PS4 is still up or anything, but if you look at like the the DLC for SingStar PS4, it's all like european stuff because like that's their target target audience for that game i did not realize that Mm -hmm. the eye toy did you ever have the eye toy for ps2 no which was the weird camera that they made for the ps2 and had like a bunch of like weird camera games for it specifically um like it was kind of connectish before connect but like Mm -hmm. way worse technology like nothing with like body tracking or anything like that but yeah that was a thing I remember that, well, again, like, a lot of these things I had to deal with when I worked at GameStop, like, buying them back from people. Right. Which, oof. Man, that was... Probably a fun experience. Unideal, we'll put it that way. I mean, like, having to, like, individually look through everything, make sure that, like, they are fine, um, like, find it in the system, but then you had to, like, bag and tag every single thing mm-hmm. and it was just garbage it sucked so bad and you had to find like space for it and like the Wii section was always just overflowing with like zappers and wheels and then somebody come in like hey I want to get the, the zapper for the, the Wii and then um you know, you look and you're like, oh, I have plenty of them. But then you have to dig through the piles of wheels to get to the one zapper that you have that, like, isn't in the back room because you had to put so many of the accessories in the back room because they don't fit on the shelf anymore. And, like, that's even with using, like, the extended long, um, like, clips for the... Mm-hmm. It was... Oh, God, I hated taking it sex... accessories when I worked at GameStop like it was one of the worst things like the the Wii Fit boards were another ones that I hated taking in oh I bet yeah they sucked Um, and then you know you just have to find floor space for a stack of Wii Fit boards that Mm -hmm. no one's ever going to buy Um, like it it sucked so bad and like I think that part of my issue of why I thought it sucked so bad is that I was basically working there during the heyday like I started working at GameStop in 2007 so yeah you were just getting bombarded Mm-hmm. yeah I was just like in the thick of it in terms of accessories and like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is awful and, you know, they traded in, like, a a wee wheel and got mad that it was, like, 
getting them nothing back. And I'm like, dude, like we have 10,000 of these. We can't sell them. You wasted money bringing this here to, to, to sell it than if you just kept it. Yeah, like you probably are like really in the hole just by paying for gas to try and get rid of this thing. <laughs> Especially in 07. Yeah, it, oof, yeah, no kidding. Um, so that was an awful, awful experience. Uh, was like working in retail in the heyday of like all the accessory boom. Um, like I said, I got knocked unconscious for a like solid few seconds by the Tony Hawk ride. Which, you know, that's pretty impressive. Like, Tony Hawk technically knocked me unconscious for like five <laughs> seconds. That's why you'll never recognize him if you I'll, see him in public. No, I'm like, man, you sure do look like Tony Hawk. He's like, yeah, some people tell me that. And, um, <laughs> I'm going to tweet about this later. Yep. God, I love those tweets. But yeah, like. <laughs> I got knocked out by Tony Hawk at one point. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? <laughs> um, it got to the point in the store where I worked, uh, well, the second store that I worked, that we had to have, like, top of the store shelving that we would just, like, have stuff like that at the top, like, around the store because there was just no floor space for it anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, it was disgusting. There was no room to move around. <sighs> There were just piles and piles of rock band and things in the middle of the store. Yep. Yep. Um, oh, speaking of rock band, I also had the cymbal accessories. Whoa! I didn't know those existed. Yeah. Whoa. Which, which they came out around the time of Rock Band 2, so like they were third party then, and but they had like the, the drum controllers for Rock Band 2 onwards had ports for them to work. Um, but they didn't become like official until Rock Band Three when they actually like, started charting cymbals into like the drum charts. Mm -hmm. So you'd have like regular drums, and if you had the the, the cymbals, you would have, you would you could do pro drums, which would include like cymbals and then pads as well. Wow! So you'd have like seven options to hit. Um, that's I don't know how to feel about that, man. That's intense. I got into Rock Band a lot when I was younger. Yeah, like you could get like weird mic stands and things for rock band i had i bought it i i bought a legitimate mic stand oh my god for rock band and then one of the games came with a rock with a mic stand at one point which was like much cheaper but yeah i had two mic stands at one point dang look at you man as it's wild like it's legitimately wild to me like what all came out in that era but even then like it's, saying, it's tame compared to like earlier eras essentially yeah i i mean the fact that i think it's really funny that like we kind of had the exact opposite thing with the game boy and that like i had a sunshade and you had like a light for it mm -hmm. um because mine was backlit um and so like if the sun was shining on it then you couldn't see anything i had so, uh, like a sweet purple one nice yeah that's pretty cool um yeah like i just i don't have any that i really buy anymore like i i have a different I mean, what is there to buy there, i mean like i have different color um like joy cons but like but even then like that's a controller 
people aren't making third-party controllers anymore either, really. Like, there are some third-party Joy-Cons where it's, like, um, the ones that have, like, an actual D-pad instead of the, the four buttons. Right. But even then, those are still kind of, like, technically licensed by Nintendo. Yeah, and I think the, uh, like, the character, like, quote-unquote pro controllers are the same way that are, like, for Smash, basically. Yeah. That it's, like, oh, hey, um you know, this one has Link on it. Yay! But I think it's still somehow related to Nintendo. Right. Because um, otherwise, I don't think they'd be able to put Link on it. Like, you don't see weird third-party PS4, Xbox controller. I think there was a third-party pro, quote-unquote, controller for PS4 mm-hmm. that's supposed to be, that makes essentially the Xbox Elite controller. But, like, other than that... The one thing that I can think of accessory-wise that I've seen a lot of for the the Switch um, is carrying cases. Yeah, although I don't know if I would necessarily classify those as accessories. Like, I mean, technically they are, but like in the the weirdness that we're talking about, I don't know. But like, there's accessories for that. The Vita, the any game or any portable game console, there is thousands of carrying cases for those. That's I had true. a Game Boy carrying case. That had uh, a place to put your Game Boy and slots to put your cartridges. And it was big. You could wear it around like your shoulder. Yeah, I had one that was basically like a messenger bag type thing. Yeah. Um, there was something. Oh, I had a, a carrying bag for my Wii as well. Why? <laughs> so you could take it to hang out with friends. Oh my god. Um, It was like... Not really a messenger bag, really, but it was kind of the same style, like that it was a like crossbody bag. But I mean, yeah. it had a section and it, like all of it to put like the the power and the controllers and the, I think it had a slot for two controllers that had the place for like the sensor bar and God. like I had this and I used it. The switch before the switch. Yeah. They wanted um, you to go to your rooftop party. The uh, the 360 also had like face plates you could switch out. They did, and yeah. then they redesigned the 360 to eliminate that forever. Yep. Which is a shame. Yeah, like the thing that stinks is that I actually still have one of those. Um, and you're not gonna be surprised when I tell you what it's from, but I can't do anything with it, so I just have it in a bin in my like second bedroom upstairs. Yeah. Because like. The 360 that I have is the new design, so mm-hmm. like you can't do anything with it. But um, it is a character from Eternal Sonata. Of course. Yep. He's beat. Like nowadays, all you see to like personalize your console is like sticker wraps, essentially. Yeah, basically. That was actually a really cool idea, though, to have the like interchangeable face. Totally, yeah. Like that was a really cool idea. 100%. And um, then they're like, no, nah, let's not do this anymore. Yeah, no. We're, Nobody's we're, buying faceplates. <laughs> Fair. I mean, I can't think of a single one that I sold, honestly. Um. Well, would you like to hear about... I found an article. Yeah. And the, uh, the title of the article is 41 Dumb Consoles and Accessories Nobody Needs, which I, I'm going to say there are some of these that people would need. Okay. But there are some dumb ones in here. All right. Well, we'll we'll determine what are yes. what, what's dumb and what was actually needed. Starting things off, we have the Sega Activator. 
which was a thing that allowed you to use motion controls for your Sega Genesis or Mega Drive, and specifically for fighting games. It gave you 16 different areas of movement and used infrared lights along as you stood in this octagonal grid. And that, yeah, you're supposed to use this for fighting games. What? So you basically punch and do all that stuff that you would do in the fighting game, but you do it in real life. No. No, thank you. Um, a lot of consoles had these, but there was mice for the for various consoles, like the Super Nintendo mice, yeah. the mouse, the, the N64 mouse. Mm. Um, the mouse the green... came in handy for the Super Nintendo, though, for Mario Paint. Yes, so that's the only thing it would you could use it for, really. Yeah, but or that was, was like designed for specifically. It was great. Um, gotta love Mario Paint. I think the Dreamcast had one, but mostly because like that was an online system and you could use it for like Fantasy Star Online and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a lot of different like mice in terms of game consoles that were out there specifically. Um, of course, you can't talk about accessories and not talk about the Power Glove. <laughs> right. Which is just in a league of its own in terms of weird accessories. Yeah. A glove that you could just use your arm and play the games, except it never worked. <laughs> oh, I just thought of some other ones that I had. That, oh, yeah? Um, yeah, I had like a keyboard that I had for my PS2, and then I had a snap-on keyboard for my Xbox control, my Xbox 360 controller. Oh, yeah, the, the little tiny keyboard. Mm-hmm. They just shove into the bottom of the controller. Mm-hmm. But I had I like had, an actual keyboard for my PS2. I had a friend who had one of those, the 360 ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had the 360. I might still actually have it. I don't know. I didn't have a keyboard for the PS2, though. I think it was for Final Fantasy XI. That makes a ton of sense, yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a part of me that's like, what if I bought it? Like a really cheap USB keyboard for Final Fantasy fourteen? <laughs> <laughs> what if? What if? Uh, in this article, it has the Satellaview, the add-on accessory for the Super Famicom that allowed you to get new games via the internet. The internet! Such as, like, that weird uh, Legend of Zelda thing. Yep. That has, like, narration throughout it and stuff like that. Like, Satellaview is one of those things I'm like, oh, this sounds so cool. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know that this is a weird accessory, no. It's more of a, this was a cool accessory that was way ahead of its time. Yeah. It's a shame that, like, a lot of those um those games are, like, kind of lost to time. Like, some of, there are people who are, like, kind of recreating them through emulation and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, and I know, like, some of the Zelda ones have kind of been brought back, but it's, like, it's a real hassle to, like, emulate. But, like, it's cool that they're at least, like, trying to at least preserve those in some sort of fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the Master System Girl? What? It's a Sega Master System, but it's feminine. Oh my god. Unnecessarily gender things. Yep. Ugh. Uh, there was also an accessory for the Famicom called the Famicoin. <gasps> and it's like giant buttons you put over the D-pad. Why? So you don't hurt yourself. Oh my god. Speaking of the NES, the NES Speedboard... It's a giant piece of plastic you put your controller in, and that, and then you can like hit the buttons like real fast if you need to, while yeah. holding the controller in place. They had the, oh no, it was just controllers with turbo buttons. I'm thinking of. Yes. 
It's a weird thing. Also, the Nintendo U-Force for the NES, which was like a weird joystick, but it used like sensors and stuff. It's very odd and peculiar. But again, this is in the in the time where accessories were just out the wazoo. Also, apparently this thing was made by Broderbund. Oh, really? Which is also weird. Huh, yeah. Uh, the Saturn had a, a cartridge you could plug in that would allow you to play online called the Sega Saturn Netlink. Hmm. Which apparently retailed at $200. Jeez. Which, of course. Uh, weird 3D accessories. Like Famicom 3D. Right. Wear, wear some glasses. Also, the Sega Scope, which was kind of the similar thing. Wear some glasses and the, th- the stuff pops out at you. Uh, this is, of course, the thing that I had. I didn't have half of it, but the Game Boy Camera. Oh, right. I remember which that. Which also came with the Game Boy Printer. Yeah. I never had the printer, but I had the camera. I had the camera. I didn't have the printer. Camera was so weird, but cool. Yeah. Like, it had weird games you could use with it. You just, like, take pictures and they utilize them in the game. You get to take terrible pictures in general. So weird. Like, why did the Game Boy need a camera? <laughs> uh, good question, man. So bizarre. Uh, this this also includes like the the N sixty four transfer pack, um, which of course you know you could categorize as well with stuff like the Rumble pack, the mm-hmm. the expansion pack, just the weird packs and, in I general. Say they were all spelled with a K P A K. Yes. Because they were cool accessories. Uh, the three D O. Yeah, I was thinking about the 3DO earlier. The 3DO had a thing on his controller where you could daisy chain eight controllers together via the controller. <laughs> nice. So God. If you want to play, like, I don't know, Bomberman or something, daisy chain eight controllers together via controller. <laughs> uh, how about the Game Boy Advance, the DS, and Game Boy Color Rumble Packs? They had Rumble Packs? They had Rumble Packs. Um, I believe I I had, so one of the first instances for the color was Pokemon Pinball, which basically just they made a beefier cart that had Rumble inside the cart. And then like later on, they just added like, here's a little tiny cart that you could plug in and it's got Rumble, specifically for like the DS. Mm-hmm. So you could put it into like the GBA port. Right. I remember the GBA had one. What about weird microphones? Like the Dreamcast microphone, so you could talk to C Man. Oh god, no. And also the one for N64 for Hey You Pikachu. Weird microphones, specifically for one game <laughs> in particular. I Yep. Uh this is probably one of the most iconic accessories for the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Rob the robot. He helped save the industry. Thanks. He picked up stuff and put him down. Yay! What a good boy. And then was like, he used them for a little bit, and that was it. Yep. And then you realize, like, oh, there's not a whole lot I can do with this guy. Oh no. And then you just let him slowly die. Uh, another weird accessory for the N64. Not really weird, but just like an accessory that never came out over here. The 64DD. Ah, uh, right, the DD. Where the, you could play giant floppy driver. disks. The designated driver for the N64. <laughs> God, floppy disks. 
who at Nintendo thought this was going to be a good idea to put floppy disks in the N64? You know, solid, solid question. I. <sighs> yep. Namco put out a con- a controller during the PlayStation era called the Negicon, N E G C O N, and the thing was it's supposed to be used for racing games because you hold the controller and you can twist the controller. Hmm. Instead of a steering wheel, you just twist the controller, and that's how you steer. Yay! Uh, there was weird little palm-sized DDR controllers. What? If you were like, man, I don't want to play. I don't pull out my entire mat. What if I just pull out this tiny little thing? And that's how I'm going to play DDR with my fingers. I mean, I would probably be better at that version. <laughs> uh, the rolling rocker, which is, was a thing you stood on and you rolled and rocked back and forth. And that was how you moved in a video game for the NES. Oh, my God. That sounds like a way for me to, like, hurt myself. The Aura Interactor was a vest you put on, and instead of having rumble come out of a controller, you came out of your vest you're wearing. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, my God. Ugh. Apparently, there was PlayStation N64 controller gloves, which which leads me to a, another big controller fad that happened during the PlayStation era that is died off in a nutshell. Fishing rod controllers. Fishing rod controllers were a real thing. They were so popular. They sucked so bad. But everyone was like, oh man, it's a fishing rod and I could play it like I'm fishing. There were so many fishing games. Yeah, they sucked. (laughs) They sucked and having to take those in sucked. (laughs) But I think there were like videos of people like playing weird games with them and that was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nyko put out a hip clip, which was a thing you put on your belt to clip your Game Boy to. <laughs> yeah. It's a good way to get made fun of. There was apparently a, a an accessory for the NES called the NES Lockout, which basically was a lock that you put on your NES so you couldn't play it. <laughs> parental controls before parental controls. Parental controls, yeah. Uh, the Game Boy e-reader. Which is the thing for the GBA where it came with cards and you read them like cards. You swipe the cards. E cards. <laughs> oh man. Oh no. There is a part of me that sees this next accessory and is like, God, what I would not give to own this. And that is for the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. The Steel Battalion controller. Steel Battalion controller? What is that? It's a giant mech setup. It's a mech cockpit setup. Oh There's my eight... god. So it's got it's got three pedals, and then it has two joysticks with a bunch of buttons on it, and they all like do different things within the game. I'm looking this up. It looks so cool. Whoa. Part of me, anytime I think about Steel Battalion, I'm like, oh god, I wish I had this. When it came out, it was two hundred dollars, because of course, and this is like two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three money, so a tad bit expensive. Yikes! But also, it looks so cool. Also, I think the game's like not that great, but also, it looks so cool as a controller. Look at that, man. Yeah, you would like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, here is a controller that I'm going to ask if you owned. Okay. The Resident Evil 4 Chainsaw Controller. <laughs> I did not, but um, I have seen it. Um, it was very expensive. I would imagine. So also, like, that seems like a bad way to play that game. Yeah, I can't. I don't think that's a good idea. When are you ever really using a chainsaw in Resident Evil 4? You don't. You're avoiding it. There was also a controller made with Onimusha 3 called the Katana the Soul Controller. <laughs> which is a controller that looks like a katana. Oh my god. Um, perhaps one of the more... One of the, the accessories that's used most in probably looter ways... Is the trans vibrator that came with Res? Res, I was about to bring that up. I was wondering if it was going to be in this. Um, yeah, so that thing is definitely not used for its intended purpose. Um, that uh, it was originally for like, oh, we're gonna like expand the experience of the game. Yes. Um, and, and then people realized like, oh hey. You can do this instead. You you can do things with this. Like also just calling it like the trans vibrator. Like <laughs> you're not even trying to pretend that it's like anything else, like at this point. Like that's not a good name. Maybe it's the best name. Uh when they were when they debuted Res Infinite, mm -hmm. um uh producer of the game, Tetsuya Mizuguchi was demoing it around but you would put people in a suit in a suit that was just filled with trans vibrators no and that's how they would play the game no thank you <laughs> um god the, f the res trans vibrator is just that's a famous one that's so yeah. famous it's very weird uh, the ASCII keyboard controller, which this picture shows a GameCube controller, but there's a keyboard slapped in the middle of it. <laughs> this was used for Fantasy Star Online for the GameCube. But yeah, it's a full keyboard, but there's GameCube parts on the end of it. Oh my god. I've seen that, actually. Yeah. There was apparently a Wii bowling ball. Why? I probably what? saw that at some point and just like... What about the Wii inflatable cart? <laughs> What? So you could you could put your you could play Mario Kart, but you're sitting in an inflatable go kart. No. I probably saw that bowling ball though, and I swear I probably just like blocked out that information for my life. Uh yeah, that's this is what this article has. There's probably just a bunch more that we are not thinking of yeah accessories are weird i miss weird accessories i wish those were still a viable option in today's video game market like i know we're coming out with new consoles this year and even though like the rumor is like oh both of them are going to be very backwards compatible in terms of accessories and everything like i don't think you're going to see weird playstation accessories backwards compatible on the playstation 5 or anything like that and i just wish there was like just more weird stuff in general when it came to like third party controllers, accessories, whatnot. Instead of just controllers. The, yeah, those still kind of exist. But it's like in general, instead of just like the usual like, oh here's a racing wheel that's two hundred dollars or a flight stick you'll use for one game or a very expensive fighting fight stick. Yeah. Like where are the weird 
I mean, I guess VR is kind of like taking that foothold now of like the weird like use your body. Your body's the controller now. Yeah, you definitely didn't get a trans vibrator with Res on the Connect. It's a shame. I mean, it is. Should have came with a full body suit of vibrators. God, no. That sounds like an absolute nightmare. Like, I already have sensory issues. Like, if something just becomes too much, I'm like, oh, I need to escape. Like, imagining having to wear a whole body suit of that. I'm just like, absolutely not. That sounds like literal nightmare fuel. Also, while you're in VR. No, no, no. Like, yeah, VR is also a thing that I just can't do. Like I've, I've tried and I've just not had any success with it. Like the only thing that I've really been able to do in VR and not like want to throw up is the, uh, like Anne Frank house tour. <laughs> Weird, but all right. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's not really a game. It's like, Hey, look, you can now go into the attic where Anne Frank was. And it's like, this is cool from a historian standpoint and also from like a mobility accessibility standpoint, but it's not really a VR game. No, no. Maybe this next generation we'll see some someone try and bring back weird accessories, but for now it seems like they're they're kind of on death's door. Yeah. Because, you know, most companies are, like, looking forward to cloud technology and all that sort of stuff. They're not looking at how can we use accessories with our console. Right. So hopefully they're not fully about to die off in the next generation or so. But someone out there, make some weird, weird accessories for it. Yeah, I mean, it's not looking great for accessories at this point. Like, they're, they feel like kind of a, a dying, a dying thing, really. Mm-hmm. It's just sad. Um, it's very sad. Don't bite me. Oh, I just remembered a weird accessory I had for the DS. Oh? The Guitar Hero controller for oh, DS. Oh, right. The Guitar Hero. That was weird. I damaged my uh, DS screen playing that game. How did you do that? Strumming. In the same spot over and over. Wow. Like, I'm kind of impressed by that. It came with a pick stylus. Yeah, it did. <laughs> It's really dumb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, accessories are cool. There, a lot of them are really dumb and useless. But or that's the fun of it. Lewd. <laughs> or lewd. But that, that's the fun of it is that you just see the see companies kind of just like throw whatever at the wall and just see if it works or see, see if it what sticks. sticks. See what sticks. You know, maybe it won't be the next thing that's going to blow people's minds, but someone out there will be like, oh man, this is kind of cool. I mean, like, people definitely bought a lot of these weird accessories, so it's not like they were just, like, coming out and no one was buying any of them. Like, it eventually got to that point, but to begin with... People are smart enough to be like, oh, maybe these aren't that good. (laughs) Yeah, but to begin with, it was not as... You know, people were really into them. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, when we were kids, like, it was really a big thing. Yeah. It just became a negative once it got really overboard. Yeah. And took up too much floor space. Which is a shame. So there you go. That's going to wrap this episode up. Mm -hmm. Um, If you would like to to see more about weird video game accessories, um, 
a channel I follow on Patreon, Stop Skeletons from Fighting, does a lot of weird deep dives into like weird accessories in general. Like they have a lot of like uh, videos on like Game Boy Color or Game Boy Advance accessories, DS accessories, weird Nintendo accessories in general. And they're very just like well thought out docu- or research and everything. And just like you get to see them in, in application as well. So if you want to, to see more about just weird accessories in general, check those videos out. Um, Cause they're very good. There we go. But that's, but that's going to do it for us. So mm-hmm. if you'd like more from us, go to seasonalandmatcheckup.com or SAC.coolest where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal and Checkup and Jared and Now Watch. You also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Ann Ladium, go to AnnLadium.com. She's got columns and reviews. And you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup. Let us know if we missed any accessories that you really, really loved. Yes. And you can support us on Patreon by buying buying us a slice of pizza. Pizza? At Patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Come a member and hear our bonus podcast where we just talk about random stuff. And then also you get to hear unedited versions of these episodes early good stuff like that next week we'll talk about something Something. what it will be who knows I don't know shrug shoulders